Thought Bubble Audio. Look, up in the sky! You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Welcome to Beer with Geeks with Tim and Frank. Who are you? I'm Batman. I am Iron Man. Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Hi, Christopher. I'm Nero. My name is Inigo Montoya. You're a wizard, Harry. A couple of guys with a couple of beers and a whole lot of pop culture nostalgia. Make it so, number one. Ladies and gentlemen, the Beatles. Name the dog in the ant. Life finds a way. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Now sit back and crack open a cold one. Because it's time for Beer with Geeks. It comes in pints? Shaken, not stirred. Great Scott! I was way off. I knew it started with an S, though. Hi, and welcome to Beer with Geeks, where two geeks geek out with beer in the new year. I'm Tim, and with me, as always, is my man who likes to reflect back on the previous year. It's Frank. How are you today? Happy New Year, my friend. It is good to be here with you. In 2024. 2024 feels different than 2023. It doesn't feel as odd. Hmm. Yes. Does that make sense? I feel like we're going to get even this year. Yes. You followed me right yes. through it. Thank yes. you so much. Yes. Anyway. Happy leap year, by the uh, way. Is it a leap year? I didn't know that. Yeah. Every four years. I didn't know if I should leap 24. for joy at that. Yeah. Well, should I? Mm. Well, save your leaping for February 29th. We'll get there. Okay. I will, I will, I will, I will lord a leaping by then. I'll leap some mm, Yes, there you go. Yes. Well, we, yeah. we did that already. That part's. Yeah. Did you know that the, that all, I didn't realize this. This is weird because we're talking about Christmas, but you know, it's the 12 days of Christmas, so I don't care. Um, sure. That they're all birds. I did not like, did not you know all. this? They're all the birds. First, like, no, they're all the, birds. The Lord- the Lord's a leaping and the ladies they're, dancing uh, and the drummers drumming? They're, they're all different types of birds or nicknames for other types of birds. Uh, Every single one, including the five golden rings, they're all birds. Which makes more sense to me that like you just like have a, a sheer amount of birds as the, in the song. like As opposed to be like, it's mostly birds, but I threw in some rando things just in case. Huh. So yeah, they're all birds. Wow. Huh. I did not know that. Yeah. Because there was something about the song being a code to, like, escape the Bastille or something like that. Have you ever heard about this? No, I have not heard that. Yeah, there's something I can't. I'd have to look up the details. It was told long ago before, like, you could fact check people. You know, like, when, like, what's the John Mulaney joke? Like, somebody would just, like. Your great aunt so and so would just tell you something, and you just go on believing it <laughs> your whole yes. life because they said it, right? Yep. And so that's kind of like that. I've never bothered to look that up, but I've been, I believe I've been, I am correct in saying that it it is just a, um, um, it is like a the five lords are leaping is like a take a left at this thing or whatever, and that's like all the, it's a secret uh... message for something. I can't remember. It's been too long. But I'm not sure. Huh. Yeah. Anyway, that's uh, fascinating. Yeah. What are you? Uh, what are you drinking tonight? Well, you know, it is winter, uh, mm. so I'm enjoying a Sam Adams winter lager. A classic, if there ever was yes. one. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I am mm-hmm. also drinking a classic. It's not a winter though. I'm drinking a Von Trapp Pilsner. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. The hills are alive with the sound of music. Of Pilsner. Mm. 
of music. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Reference acknowledged. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, yes. Yeah, so good. Anyway, Frank, we're picking up from last episode where we talked about um, music and books that we had enjoyed in 2023, but we had not gotten to TV or um, TV or movies, uh, which yes. is really our bread and butter. I'm not sure which yes. one's bread and which one is butter, but did you know the bread and butter are actually birds? No, <laughs> <laughs> they probably are though. All right, like let's be serious. There's a lot of birds out there, and some of them have weird names. Yeah, that's true. I mean, maybe it's more like you know the bread is what what attracts the pigeons. Or I don't. Know. That's very possible. You're not supposed to feed bread to birds, though. It's very bad for them. I know that. I know oh, that. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't do that, but I know that people do it, and yeah, it does attract them. But it's very bad for them. Everyone should yes. know that by now. Um, Frank, before we talk about movies and TV, let's finish up. Uh, if you have anything left on your reading list, um, if not, I have one. I got two, a couple three, things I could mention, four, but but I'd love to hear your list. I got five things that I, uh, maybe six things that are worth mentioning. I'm just going to group them into the things. I finally read Misery by Stephen King. It was extra- oh. it was extraordinarily good. I highly recommend it. I mean, not all of his books are great, but most of them are at least a B. So okay, um, but right. this is definitely in his A category. It was incredible. Nice. Um, I read uh, three um, three uh, fantasy books that I, I want to pinpoint people towards. Um, I had a good year for fantasy. I talked about Mistborn on the show previously in the last episode and then whatever. And that kind of like kicked me into reading a bit more, even though I've always liked the genre. Um, so I read two books. One of them is called the, in uh, the name of the wind and the wise man's fear by Patrick Rothfuss. And it was the most engaged, some of the most engaging fantasy I've ever read in that. Like Mm. it's barely fantasy fantasy. It's like, it's like the magic is not even like a thing or there. Or anything you're just in, you're just uh hooked into the narrative with interesting characters and it the setup is kind of like there is this hero like this famed hero who is basically hiding as an innkeeper in some ho-dunk back town and you have no idea why and mm. so and so as like a scribe of some kind comes along and they basically make this arrangement for him to share his story and for the scribe to write it down and how he like got to this place and so it's like his journey as like a boy and then as you know um in school and so on and so on from there and it's really 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 good it's supposed to be three books and but it's been like 10 years since the last one. Oh wow I, yeah. i've heard and anyone who i've ever heard talk about patrick rothfuss's work raves like it, i've never heard a bad thing about his writing it's incredible, and I resisted it for a long time, as we tend to do when people are like, "It's amazing, you must read it." And I'm like, "Yeah, sure." When it becomes too popular, you're like, "Okay, yeah, I'll sure. pass." I'll get to it. Yeah, and so, and part of it is because I knew that there were only two, and so, and I kind of was waiting for the third to arrive. But I kind of just was like, "Whatever, I'll do it." And by gosh, by golly, um, it was, um, it was like what a ride. I like, oh. yeah, it's just. Slightly indescribable in how, um, would say, well-rounded it is. I think that's I think that's what it is. Like they're, they're real people. They're not 
Mm, they're not. I see. They're not caricatures of of fantasy characters, and it's not trying too hard to be like, oh, in this world, and then like you must know about the economy of this place to understand any. It's like it hasn't like doesn't matter. Like you're here for the characters, and everything else will be unveiled to you. Like you don't care about the let's say the the politics of Tatooine when you watch Star Wars: A New Hope. Sure, you know, but it does feel like a lived-in place. And it's kind of like that, where you can go in that direction, you can explore that, but otherwise, but if you're like a semi-fantasy fan, like if you just like some things are like too much for you and I like can't handle like too much sword and sorcery, this is more emphasis on the sword than the sorcery. I see. And it's it's excellent. It's very good. Um, And to follow that up with like also more sword than sorcery is Assassin's Apprentice by Robin Hobb. But she was an author I had not been familiar. I was not familiar with her, but I started following this account called Book Reviews Kill um, on Instagram. Hmm. And he just reviews stuff, recommends different, um, mostly fantasy sci-fi stuff. And uh, and so I, um, so I heard him talk enough about Robin Hobb that I was like, okay, I'll give it a shot. And I... I absolutely loved it. I was so engaged with the material. It is more like I I I'd say it's more like a historical drama that happens oh, to interesting. A, that like happens to involve like some people have the ability to like it's basically just telepathy. That's like as best as I, I can see. describe it. And you like learn how to do it. And that's pretty much the only magic gotcha. or whatever. The rep most of it is about this kid who is the um um uh sired out of marriage i'll say is the polite way of of saying it on the podcast of the uh-huh. um prince to be thr- of the throne and so it's about oh, his journey okay. as a um a boy who cannot who is known to be the the um son of the prince but cannot be claimed um, i see and so uh and it's it's just really 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 good cuz like hmm. all the royalty are they're named for like the the aspects of what they should be as leaders or what they're going to be. So like the king's name is Shrewd because that's the type of person oh. that he is. But and like but the prince who had this this boy, his name is Verity. So he's mm-hmm. just supposed to be this um this person of truth and like right. all this Honest. stuff. Right, and honestness and whatever. And so like but so he takes that. So like when he has a, a kid out of wedlock, he's like, Well, I can't be king anymore. I'm gonna abdicate because that's the right I thing see. to do. And like all this it goes and it's just really, really fascinating. And it's hmm. such a slow burn that like not a lot happens, but you don't even care because you're just interested in like walking the halls. Like yeah. So I I loved it. It was amazing. So I'd recommend those two things. Um Very good. You read any comics? Oh wow! Uh, I don't know if I read any comics in 2023. Wow! I I wow. must have, but I don't know that I read much that was new. Hmm. 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 2023 was an odd year. I mean, you know, I I started the year with a six month old. Yeah. Um, and you know, the thing about six month olds is that by the end of the year, they're eighteen month olds. Yep. Um. So. <laughs> Yeah, um, there was that. Um, so yeah, it was a it was a uh, 
Yeah, it was. I mean, you know what it's like to have. I know exactly very, what it's like. Very busy home, yeah. uh, with a toddler. Uh, but um, but yeah, no, I I don't think I read. You know, I've I've talked about how I fall uh, get on and off the comics train uh, over over time, and this year was one of the years that I I was definitely more off it. Um, and I don't know if I really read much of anything. I'm trying to remember even if I read something old, you know, um, for the first time. But I don't know that I did. Do you think? Like, do you miss it? Did you? Was there yeah. something in you that you were like, oh, "I wish I had time. Like, I want to." Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, yes. You know, that's. I have a though. number of hobbies that I sort of like. Oh, I have too many. I have more hobbies than I have time to do them all, and it, at various times, different ones will uh, will come to the fore. Sure. You know, mm-hmm. like I haven't been doing photography as much the last uh, couple of years. But sure. That will unless that will it's taking a picture of your child. Right, sure. It's just yes, not really yeah, the yeah. same thing. As but like since about 2020, I haven't been doing like you know going out and taking photo walks. Sure. Um, lockdown sort of changed that, and then it wasn't part of my routine anymore. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, it's uh, things like that. That's a hobby, something that I love, but uh, but I haven't done it as much as actively the last couple of years. But you know, in, in, I'm sure in a year or two something will will spark it, um, and I'll and I'll be back on it. And the same thing goes for comics. Um, that I'm sure something will. We'll spark it, and I'll, I'll read. I'll read one thing, and then the floodgates will open, and I'll read a bunch. Yep, yeah. As it as it goes, I I'm going through moods right now. I understand. Like mm-hmm. I yeah, went through yeah. where I caught up on everything that I was absolutely reading and getting and whatever else, and then I was like, well, I want to read some books. So then I spent six months reading books or whatever, and I'm mm-hmm. still mm-hmm. in a book phase. So like I'm cool. like some comics I'm like I'm keeping current on, and others I'm they're just they're just there and I, they will be mm. there and I will eventually get to you. But a couple that I, I want to make mention of that. I, I think that you should, you should absolutely like consider yourself. We've talked about this before, but world's finest by Mark Wade yeah. is something that you should, you should dive into They're like in continuity, Batman and Superman teaming up, but it happens when Dick Grayson is still Robin. So it's not really connected right. to anything. So it's not, like it's so, not, fu- it's so, it, it is that book. That's it. Yeah. There's no nice. crossovers. There's no nothing. It is that book. Sure. It is it is truly um a fun read. And they're quick because Mark Ray doesn't he Mark Wade does not overstay his welcome on any issue. Sure. No, he doesn't. No, I you're like you're in and you're out in ten minutes unless you're staring so intently at Dan Moore's art. And which you can be because he's excellent. Which you could, yes. Mm-hmm. Um so there's that. I um the you're a big Superman fan, so the Sure the current run on Superman and action are both also very good. I would recommend those. But Superman, I think three issues, they're long issues, but I think you will enjoy them as Superman Space Age. Okay. That's something to, it is like, it, I would hesitate to say it's kind of like New Frontier, but it's just Superman or just through mm. the lens of Superman. And it's, um, uh, with like bigger twists and how the characters are presented a little bit, but it's cool. pretty. But that's like it's um, that's as best as I can come up with for for reading. It's only three issues, so it um, they're long, nice. but you know they sure you know, to, sure you know to make it worth it. But it's very good. Um, mm. We've also talked about this before, and we've definitely talked about it with our friend Vactor on on Vactorverse or want to, but it, um, Nightwing uh, by Tom yeah. Taylor is also incredible um and finally the star trek comic that idw is putting out there's two oh. star trek and star trek defiant and i think star trek is my favorite it was my favorite book of the year 
Mm, like because wow. it it re in it not re-energized <laughs> um me into a franchise but like i guess it like it changed the tier of the franchise for me okay yeah 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 you know where it was always like these are my s things and these are my a's and star trek was always kind of like in the b tier like i mm-hmm. liked it but i didn't um i didn't love it or i loved some parts of it or like you know i loved i don't know like 2009's star trek but that doesn't mm-hmm, mean that mm-hmm. I have like even seen all that is everything or whatever. But reading the Star Trek comic has like had like pointed me towards like, well now I wanna between that and making it so that I, I you know, the Patrick Stewart's memoir and like all this different right. stuff, I'm like, I'm gonna watch Next Generation. And that has been my thing through a good chunk of twenty twenty three. Yeah, Star Trek was a big was a big fixture for you in 2023. It was. It was probably my biggest one cuz I'm now on yeah. season 5 of Next Generation. Nice. That's 26 episodes a season, you know, mm-hmm. 40 or so, 45 minutes an episode and I'm all the way up to season 5. You know, almost dare I say impossible how much of it I've consumed. Yeah. Plus you watched uh, you know, Picard and Strange New Worlds and I did. Which were uh, oh I think uh, Picard was also decks. yep yeah I mean um, Picard Lower Decks Stranger Worlds they, I mean especially Picard I think were the things that really also yeah that spurred oh, on your next generation watch. yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. but oh, yeah. I I didn't think I think the con- I didn't think that um, Star Trek was going to be the thing that I like unreservably like I'm watching it on this day then it comes out or I'm reading it when it comes out or anything and i did that with all of them pretty much lower deck Picard, yeah. strange new world uh, plus intermixed with watching next gen and like i didn't do that with say like titans or mm. loki or harley quinn or like any of the things that like usually would take the that space i was like interesting yeah even though loki was amazing that is on my also on my list, I I absolutely love Loki. We talked about it on the show, so we don't need to really did, yes. talk about it here. But um, it's definitely on my top things list. Well, let's talk about some things that we watched. What other things have you watched? Yeah. Um. Oh gosh. Okay. Well, uh, I let's talk about. Want to start with TV? Yeah. I really, really love the bear oh you know i've not seen a second of it although all the reviews are like it's amazing but that's all i've got it is it's it's one of those like we were just talking about like everyone raves about it and you don't really know much about it and you're just like i guess i don't know i'll get to it eventually this should this is really a like it is a master class in writing in acting in cinematography um it's funny it's a it's a drama first and foremost but it is funny and it's clever um and it is so human in its its storytelling i mean the the basic premise without giving too much away um is it's it's the story of someone uh uh who runs a restaurant in chicago um and uh it's a family run restaurant uh and a member of the family has just died at the when, the when the series starts, and so everyone is sort of dealing with the fallout of of this family member having died. 
um, and they're all handling it in different, handling their grief in different ways. Um, and I think the best hour of television that I watched this year uh, was an episode that takes place at a family Christmas dinner mm-hmm. um, where all of the, char- the characters who you've gotten to know over the course of, you know, by this time, two seasons um, are all together. And, and some other folks like that, that, that were not regular characters like John Mulaney is, is the spouse of, of one of the regular characters mm-hmm. who gets pulled in for this Christmas dinner. And uh, uh, the realness of the like anxiety and the the way that people snap at each other and snip at each other and how uh, emotions can come to a point. It's such a character study kind of show. Mm. Um, they're they're short. They're like 30-ish minutes, but it is a drama. Um, it's on Hulu. It is just phenomenal, phenomenal television um, in such a, like, small sort of scale way. Like we're not talking about saving the universe or anything. We're talking about somebody who runs a, a Italian beef restaurant in Chicago. Mm. Uh, but the steak, the, 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 you root for the characters so much and, and you want them to succeed and you want them to, you know, you want the guy to get the girl and you want him to overcome his demons. And, um, and also it makes you really hungry cause he's a chef and mm. the food looks really good. Anyway, I loved the bear. Um, season two was was somehow better than season one, and uh, yeah, that Christmas episode just like left me speechless with how like uh, emotional and and real and raw it was. How um how many episodes a season? Uh, six, eight, something oh, like yes, that. You know, the typical run nowadays. Yeah, yeah that sounds uh thirty thirty minutes at six episodes is like totally doable yeah um, it's i mean really when you put it together it, it's like two or three movies uh, right you know when you, when you when you put the seasons the two seasons together um yeah. like i said i and, i had and, not really ever heard about what it was about or explained like why it was good people were just like it's amazing and i'm like okay yeah but so are a lot people of things don't, people don't get into why it's why it's so good um i feel like i i the cast is not a ton of like necessarily super well-known people but okay. you'll you'll recognize a, a couple of them um but but, but i don't necessarily need to so perfectly cast i don't necessarily need to know who's like if i don't need to know if the characters or the actors are known people i need to know if they're good actors yeah, like that's like that's the important part to me sometimes when they're very famous it's distracting because mm-hmm, you're looking at mm-hmm. somebody like how they're playing somebody as opposed to just being a character um sure you know embodying sure. them so i uh i will take that i think i want to add it to my list the way that you talked it's... about um mm. the way that you talked about like rooting for the characters and you just wanted everybody to like be good and do well and all that stuff just made me think of ted lasso um it, yeah season three it's it's not the tone is not the same as ted lasso sure. but the like feeling of like i just want you to do well i want you to succeed um yeah that's good it's, i like uh... that because not i don't always feel that way like with some of the stuff that I watch, like my wife and I, like we make harsh judgments about imaginary people. Sure. You know, it's like, well, I, you know, it's, it's very in vogue right now to have a character who is like, uh, you know, the, the protagonist is a, kind of a bad person. Like it's, is, yes. is, is a very, very often, a um, yeah, the, the way that a lot of stories are told and, 
that's fine. But what I like about this is that they are flawed people, um, but they're very, they feel like people you know. Sure. Mm-hmm. Like, I know people like Carmi, the, the, the chef in this show, and and his cousin, Richie, who he runs the restaurant with. Like, I know these guys. I know the New York versions of these Chicago Italian guys. Like, sure. I, I, I know them. Um so yeah, okay. There's 18 episodes in the whole series, so it's nine okay, episodes. Okay, I, I, we, yeah, I can manage certainly. Mm-hmm. Um, do you do you find that when you're watching a show, like, do you connect with people that you're like, I know them, or do you prefer them to be like these like slightly fantastical, like oh. hyper real versions? So I'm thinking of like Mrs. Maisel also. Mrs. Maisel oh, wrapped this year, and I love yeah, Mrs. Maisel all love every that season. Show. It was incredible, uh, all the way through. But they're not real people; they're hyper realistic people, right? They they exist in a different kind of reality, like an Aaron Sorkin production or whatever. Yes, like I was going to say, Amy Sherman Palladino has a very Aaron Sorkin quality to the the way mm-hmm. she writes dialogue. Yeah, and uh, yeah, 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 and uh, and I I personally love that. I don't necessarily need people to feel real. I need them to. I need to connect with them in a like caricature type of way. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, like almost I, like almost like the seven dwarfs, like, oh, I'm so dopey. Like that's me. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, okay, you mentioned uh Mrs. Maisel and like uh her dad, right? Tony yeah. Shaloub. Mm-hmm. I love him. He's my favorite character on the show, probably. Like, I love him. I love his like yep. anxiety spirals about like Rose, oh my goodness, the thing and the thing and the <laughs> other thing and the oh before you know, like the way that he just goes uh spins out like i know i know that person too (laughs) sure yes so yes he's a heightened version of people that i know yes exactly Um, that's it yeah i the her parents i know them like not their heightened versions but i know them yes yeah and sometimes i know them because it it, it's me amario (laughs) like oh yeah a lot of times yeah yes like there's a I think in the first, I think it's in the first season where like there's a bunch of boxes in front of his office. So he like tries, a he like tries to come out, and he was like, "What? What are these, what are these boxes?" And they're like, "We're moving. Do you want? Do you want us to move them?" Like, "Yes, I want to come out of my office. Like, move the boxes." And so they move them, and they're like, "You can come out now." And he's like, "I didn't want to come out now. I just wanted the option of coming out." Yes. And I'm like, "That's me. That's right uh, there. That's me at home. Uh, that's great. Uh, yeah, it's wonderful. Um, all good things. You said characters that are." Like it's in vogue right now to like have a main character that's not likable, um, oh, yeah. yeah, or they're on like a they're on a journey of uh, to likability, and that made me think of the Gilded sure. Age. Do you watch the Gilded Age? No, but I've heard I've heard very good things. It is very good. The second season was leagues better than the first one, in my opinion. Um, I heard that as well. It's on Apple TV. It is no, it's HBO, so it's on Max. Okay, Max. Um, and it is uh, so it's about the Gilded Age. It is America's Gilded Age in in. New York and Newport. Um, but it's really funny that they uh-huh. film New York, they film in Newport, Rhode Island, and when they're in Newport, they film in New York. It goes, they go Are the you other, kidding me? Yeah, it goes the other <laughs> way around. So funny. Yeah, it goes around. <laughs> it goes the other way. Because uh, wow. they spend the majority of their time in New York, but in the mansions, okay. and I think it's just cheaper to film in Rhode Island. So, yeah, sure. um, you know, so they're like a half an hour, 15 minutes for me when they're filming. Um, That's so which funny. Which is pretty fun. That's so funny. But one of the main characters. Mrs. Maisel is, filmed, filmed a scene like. Five minutes from my parents' house. Really? Yeah. It's just amazing. Yeah. It's so funny. It's like, like we shouldn't be surprised by these things, but we right. so are. Like, it's funny. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, one of the main characters is just like not a good person. Like they're supposed basically sub replacements for the Carnegies. That's what they're supposed to be. Um, Got it. Yeah, so that's my question: is is it real people or is it fictionalized versions of real people? It is fictional fictional people, but they're taking second. They're taking some historical events and like kind of warping them around. So like the second season has this like workers strike like first kind of unions thing happening in the mills and like that happened with Carnegie and so yeah. they're like using that story for this other guy for this other guy and they're the other family cool. and the second season has a lot to do with like the um whatever the New York opera thing was before the Met when the Met okay. opened it's like the basically the battle between opening the Met and the original opera company and like God. and all of that was real like and That's and cool. so but they're just using fake characters for it but it's it's just really really well done the second the second season across the board and um but i i like it very very much um any movies no i didn't see any movies this year did you see barbie oppenheimer nothing didn't see any, didn't see any of them no didn't uh, did movies come out this year probably no um I mean, I have to mention Across the Spider-Verse. Yes, that's on mine, too. Yeah. 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 Um, it was really good. I have to be honest. I didn't see very many movies this year. I didn't either. Uh, yeah. uh, new movies, that is. But, um, I went out of my way to see the comic book movies and the, you know, the ones that the genre movies that sort of caught my eye. I was I was underwhelmed on the like as a whole. I think 2023 was not a great year for 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 studio movies at mm-hmm. least. Um I think that they went all in on you know the big franchise films and 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 then you have you know your Barbie and your Oppenheimer obviously were the were the, the movies of the year and and Avatar I suppose. Um yeah. but um but uh, those exceptions aside, you know, it was a lot of DC and and Marvel uh movies this year that were sort of underwhelming um so i i when i look back at it as a as a whole the year as a whole it wasn't my favorite year for it's probably my least favorite year for movies in in the last several years maybe the last 10 years yeah i agree um but uh but yeah spider-verse spider-verse is uh like an obvious an obvious pick for me um, that that stood out, you know, relatively early in the year. Um, I never did. I still have not seen Oppenheimer. I, I have it. I own it, but I have not watched it yet because I am looking for. I don't want to pause. I don't want. Yeah. Like I want to sit through. And when am I going to have time to watch a freaking four hour movie? But but in my in my mind, I'm somehow gonna. There's going to be some night where, you know. The baby is asleep, and, and, and yep. my wife's out of town or saw her asleep early, and I'm just like, "All right, cool. Let me watch this four-hour movie." Yeah, I mean, to be fair, it's three hours, so but I like I understand completely. Like, and I wouldn't sure. want to watch. I saw it in the theater, but I'll probably never get back to it because the theater yeah. forced me to see it in one sitting, right? And, right. Uh, and so, but I wouldn't want to split it up either. That's like the. Yeah, I, I I'm already I'm already behind the eight ball because I didn't see it on a big screen, right? Like, so that, that's already yep. one strike. <laughs> yep. If I'm if I'm not going to get to see it on, on a on a big screen, I'm at least going to watch it in 4K in one sitting. Sure. 
Yeah. You know? Give me this. If I can't have yeah, that. Yeah, give me this. <laughs> Let me yeah. have this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I agree. Um, I would recommend Barbie. I think I think that everything about Barbie. I did see Barbie. Oh, you I did, did see Barbie. Barbie. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did we, did we not do a Barbie episode? Maybe I don't we remember. did. I can't remember. It was Maybe a long year. The listeners will know. Um But, uh, yes, I did see Barbie. I rather liked Barbie. Um, it was full of fun surprise cameos and stuff, but I, it was very Greta Gerwig did such a good job on, on like uh, having it work on many meta levels. Yes. That's there's so much subtext and that's my, so much subtext, my favorite thing. Um, we're running out of time. So, uh, whatever you have left, I think I'm just going to run down my, I just want to run down the list here and say like, sure. These are the things I, I think were, were worth my time and I'm glad I, I'm glad I watched them. Um, Dungeons and Dragons, the movie, was amazing oh it was so good it was like i did yes i do remember hearing that was good actually it was just ridiculously fun and what i and exactly what i needed um ahsoka which we had talked about oh Um, yes it was andor this year too no andor was andor was last year you know it might have started in 22 and bled into 23 i can't remember but i don't remember now yeah see it is what it is um all creatures great and small this is an Mm. incredible is so fun reservation dogs that finished this year which I love. Um, second season of Schmigadoon, um, just oh, like, Schmigadoon was Chicago, Chicago, and it just was so good, the best. Yeah, it's so good. Definitely better than the first season too. Yeah, just like yeah, they they knew what they were doing. Um, the third season of Mando uh, was I really mm. liked it, especially after I learning the, the connection, the learning the it the parallels to Jewish history. I think that was the thing that yeah. really set it up for me to really enjoy like it's not beat for beat obviously but it was so clearly meant to be direct intertextuality that i yeah, yeah i was there for it and finally really enjoyed it um uh is a monarch legacy of monsters like on apple TV. i am sold on that by the way i'm yeah, ready i right yeah 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 i have not started it yet but it is in my queue and i'm like earnestly going to watch it because yeah. it, it uh yeah if it, you, you really could have just told me it was a godzilla prequel series and I, I would have been sold immediately like you told me oh it's really good and you know like it, whatever you said and then yep. i watched the trailer and i was like oh yes instantly in absolutely yes, i'm in. going to watch this it's, yes it, oh i don't want to say too much about it especially since you haven't seen it but i think it's one of the first times one of the only times that i've actually cared about the human characters inside a like inside like a monster or a godzilla movie because oh, most of the time okay, like okay they're just there to be exposition like until like Godzilla yes. shows up or King Kong shows up or whatever. There's yeah. so rarely when you're like, I actually care about the people in this movie. And like, I can tell you, it's like King Kong is like probably the only time that I'm like, really think about it. Like I actually care about what happens to these people. And, sure. but I care about what happens to the people in, in Monarch. And uh, it's just like, if you took out the monsters, it would just be cool. Like, Government espionage, and like, that's what makes a good show. Yep, yeah. If yeah. you can remove factors from it, and it's still good, and like every, it's kind of like The Dark Knight. You can take Batman out of yes. it, and it's still a good crime movie. So, like, just having yes. Batman in it is just icing on the cake, and that's what makes it good. Um, was the Batman last? Yeah, the Batman was last year. It was last year. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That, well, I don't know what it is about this year. I have no year, idea. Twenty twenty two. We should specify because yeah, last year true. was twenty three. That's true. But I like. I just like. I truly have no idea what was what was in twenty twenty three. That's how I feel. I know it's it's a blur. 
Right. Um, a couple things that I'll mention. Mm-hmm. Uh, my Adventures with Superman was phenomenal. Oh, right. Yes, of course. Phenomenal. We did a whole episode on it. Check it out. We did it with our friends Vactor and Vibbert. Uh, but, uh, uh, yeah, like that that show I thought was like pretty much a 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Um, Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Yes. Second season. All of like, the Star Treks. The lower all decks, the Star Treks. The, the, yeah, Lower Decks continues, I think, to edge out Star Trek. It's just like, I just consistently love it. That crossover. Yes. Like, a crossover between a live-action series and an animated series that actually worked. Mm-hmm. Like, it really worked to the point where you have the voice actors playing their characters, you know, in live action, and it like their ages worked relative to the characters. It just like was yep. a, a a wild, like rare, perfect storm of of factors. Um, yeah, just just fantastic. Directed by Jonathan uh, Frakes, no less. Too. That's right. Yes, yeah. yes, that's right. Uh, so yeah, I mean that was that was absolutely fantastic. Um, I I. Oh gosh, uh, there were it's it's more TV than movies for me this year. Man. Me too. I mean, there were some just, things I didn't even know, end up mentioning. Like I watched Harley Quinn, Wheels Time, like mm, the, like these were good. Th- I know you're not a fantasy guy. I would definitely not recommend Wheels Time if you don't like fantasy. It's no, like, it's not for me. No, it's definitely not. Ted Lasso finished this year though. Yep. That was yep. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't year. know why it was mostly TV for me this year. Because um, the movies weren't that. Because the studios really just invested in the big blockbuster films and put all their chips there, and most and of them were just okay. A lot of them didn't pay off. No, they didn't. I, I mean, Guardians Three was good. I enjoyed Guardians Three. Gosh, Guardians Three, 3 was this year, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Last yep. year. Oh. Yep, I enjoyed that. Um, yeah. I liked the Thor: second... Love and Thunder too, right? Uh, no, that was two years ago. No, okay, yeah. yeah. Um, hold on, I can. T- Blue Beetle was this year. Shazam yes, Blue was Beetle. this year. Yeah, Flash, obviously, was not. Flash, yeah, but none of that. I would never like. I wouldn't put any of them on my favorites no. list. Quantum Mania, Quantum Secret Invasion. Quantum Mania was probably the one of the better ones, honestly, and that's not saying. It's much. not saying much. I really liked. The, I said I really liked the second Shazam movie. I it was. It was yes, good fun. Did. There really wasn't anything wrong with it. I think people were just hating on it because DC. Yeah. I think. But that's okay. I mean, deservedly so in a lot of respects at the time. But um, yeah. Yeah. But I don't even like the stuff that I was really looking forward to, like the Mission Impossible. Um, uh, Mission Impossible was this. Uh, and it mm. was like, it was good, but it was not, it was not the level of some of the other ones. Um, sure. Indiana Jones, too. Dial Destiny was this year, and it was like, yeah, that was when I was talking about franchise films earlier. That was one of the ones I thought of. That was just, it was good. It's still better than Temple of Doom. That's what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Still better than Temple of Doom. Yes, Um, still better than Temple of Doom. But I probably would have been fine without it too. I mean, I would have been fine without Crystal Skull too. So you know, I would have too. Yes, yes, same. Yeah, not everything Um, needs to come back. Right. Exactly. You know, just what it, but it's okay. The Last of Us. Never finished it. The Last of Us was probably that and the bear were my two favorites of the year. Okay. And my adventure with Superman. Um uh yeah. The Last of Us was I have no prior exposure, right? I did not play the games. I know nothing. I went in cold. 
Um, I went in barely knowing it was a, a, a video game show. Um, and my wife and I both absolutely loved it. Um, we're like, give us season two. Um, I, I thought that they it's such an interesting twist on a zombie apocalypse kind of movie or kind of show, show because it's not really zombies. Um, and besides zombie things are never really about the zombies. They're about the people who are surviving the zombies. Correct. Right? And that's the and monster. That's what it's they, the monster effect. Like you're actually supposed to yes. care about the people. Yes. Um, and zombie ones, you tend to better than yes. the, you know, walking maybe. dead is all about the people, right? right? Yeah. The zombies are there. Um, but that's what makes it so good is that Kirkman writes these great characters and then the zombies add, uh, you know, add to it. Right. There's uh, conflict. They're not. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, they're not the spectacle. And, and, and conflict the spectacle. Yeah. No, they're, they're, they're yeah, not they're the, spectacle. the, you're right. The core of this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the last of us was fantastic. I, I can't, I can't say enough good things. I think that the acting was fantastic. The writing, the way it's shot, it's, it's all, uh, it's all fantastic. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, there, the Frasier reboot was surprisingly fun. Oh, was it? I never got around. I never got around to it. Um, it look, realistically, like, like, it's fine. Okay. Like, it's fine. It's, it's, you know, eight episodes. Uh, you know, it's, and it's shot in front of a studio audience. It's the old style. This season t- takes place in Boston instead of Seattle. Mm-hmm. He comes back to Boston. Yep. Um, and, uh, and it's, it's good fun. It's not fantastic. It's not the best, you know, it's a uh, half hour, you know, multi-camera sitcom. It's, you know what you're getting. You're getting Frasier. It's, it is Frasier. So if you love Frasier, which I do. Mm-hmm. I do. Um, Frasier's great. You, you get eight more stories with Frasier, uh, which mm. is, which is great. You know, you did, you didn't get all of the, only a couple of the original cast returned, um, it's mostly him and his now grown, his now adult son, mm-hmm. um, and and some new folks uh, who yeah, well, sort of moved fill a lot the of country, this. So I wouldn't expect everybody to be in it, right? Right, right. The old, a lot of the old uh, cast didn't didn't join, but but people make cameos, and and there are there are a few surprises like that. But it's good fun. If you love Frasier, you know it's 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 flawed but fun. It's the kind of thing of I get to visit with my old friend type of thing, right? And it's not the best television I've ever seen. But then again, lots of Frasier episodes from the original run were not the best television sure, you've ever seen. Exactly. But but they were fun nonetheless, or they were funny, or the situations were funny. Yeah. Um and there's lots of classic Frasier situations, misunderstandings, mix ups, like the, the the usual stuff that that makes for hilarity on that show um was was present here. So it was I'm glad I watched it. I watched it, you know, the the day it came out every week. Um and it was it was good fun. So, this is a uh, going to be a slight spoiler, but I need to know: Is Niles in it? Is David Hyde Pierce no, in it? Yeah, he's not. Yeah, see, he was my favorite part no. of the show. His, I know I, that was the biggest letdown for me was that he wasn't in. I, I was really hoping for a cameo or something. Um, his he has a son. Okay, who is in it? Who is supposed to be sort of the Niles proxy in this show? Don't know if they quite worked, but sure. but that's what they were going for. Um. Anyway, uh, if you like Frasier, it's worth your, you know, what is it? It's going to be four hours, less than four hours because of 20 minutes without commercials. So um, so there you go. Okay. Very good. Frank, where uh, where can people find us? Oh, well, um, you, you can, of course, find us in Spotify or Apple Podcasts or, you know, where, wherever you get podcasts. You can rate and review us there and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Um, if uh, you're a little more old school, you could just go to beerwithgeeks.com. 
Um, all the links to subscribe are there in, in any app you could think of. Uh, also, our show notes are there. The full archive of our 475 episodes uh, are all there. And uh, you can support us. Thank you to our patrons who support us at patreon.com slash thoughtbubbleaudio. Um, and uh, if you want to support us, you can go head on over there or, you know, leaving a rating or review uh, on uh, wherever you get your podcasts, Apple, Spotify, always, always a huge help. So thank you for that, too. Very good, Frank. It's, it's, I know we've been doing this for a long time, but when you're like, you can find us on Spotify, I'm like, that's still weird to me. Isn't it? Like, yeah, like, like Taylor Swift is on Spotify <laughs> and so am I. And so are you. Like, that's so strange in, in its own very surreal way. But anyway, Frank, a pleasure to talk to you as always. So until next time, cheers. Cheers. Cheers.